Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, and those of you out there who were lucky enough to be blessed not to have allergies, you can kiss my lily white ass. Oh, I'm not kissing it. (laughs) (laughs) It is Eat Sleep Podcast. Repeat, FM 99 and the Fox's first and only wrestling podcast. You can find us all sorts of different ways. Uh, We'll get into that in a second. First of all, real quick, I am Sean Hood. That's Dave Taylor. Allergy free. Shut up. Episode (laughs) 95. It is time for our... Takeover of WrestleMania review? I don't know. Something. The, uh, the show just ended because it was so damn long. Oh I, I didn't God, realize how, how late we are with the recap. I'm still <laughs> watching the Hall of Fame and speeches. Uh, it's The whole thing is just ridiculously long. And we'll get into that a little bit when we talk yeah, about WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh, but first, there are lots of ways for you to interact with us and find us. First of all, fm99.com and 1069thefox.com. Right there on the website, it's under the media tab, ESPR. Links you to our most recent episode. And we're going to start throwing some other stuff up there from time to time now to keep you guys interested and intrigued. Like we uh, had our bracket, or our picks, I guess, for uh, WrestleMania with ourselves. Uh, Eric, who you, who started the show with us. Yeah. Uh, Janice, the HR lady, who has been a guest numerous times. Savannah, who works for promo for us. All wrestling fans, so we all gave some picks. And I don't want to toot any horns, but I did the best. Anyways, uh, second best. I had a oh, second best pick mm. somebody that ask, wasn't in the battle a- royal. Ask Charlotte how second best feels. Anyways, well, <laughs> you just get another title shot then. <laughs> we'll get into all of that. Um, you can also find us on uh, the all of your major podcasting apps. SoundCloud's where we keep most of our stuff. But go all all your podcasting apps and search ESPR Wrestling. We'll come right up. Subscribe. Give us a five star rating and a review, please, and tell your friends. The five star rating and review helps us very very much. Dave has a concerned look on his face. Oh, everything's cool. Okay. Great. When he does that, it usually means the computer has gone haywire and we have to start over or something. In any event, so you go do all that. Plus, you can find us facebook.com slash ESPR99 on the Twitter at ESPR99 or email us ESPR at FM99.com. We want to hear from you guys. And, uh, you know, you know, how about uh, do this? If you haven't already, email us ESPR at FM99.com. Tell us what you thought about Mania. Give us an overall rating out of 10 and your favorite and least favorite parts. So that way we can address that next week. Because this week we're a little jam-packed with everything we got to talk about. So the listener mail will wait till next week. But get those into us and we'll dive into them next week. So without further ado, it is time, Dave. You got the music ready? It's yes. time. Unleash it for the news. And the news this week, we got a bunch of stuff going on. Um, I'll start with one that I, you know, kind of came and went like a fart. Um, Impact Wrestling has released Eli Drake. That was fast. Who was one of their uh, bigger dudes, one yeah. of their bigger names, honestly. Um, I, I think WWE had expressed some interest in the past, but I'm not sure that it's still there. He's cooled off big time from where he was in Impact just a year or two ago. So I'm not sure he's really. He apparently. There's been rumors that he had an issue with an intergender match they wanted him to be in with Tessa Blanchard. Um, there's been speculation on whether that was true or not. He has had a lot of issues with his storylines and his creative over the la- or during this year. Apparently, he just wasn't happy. So it seems like a best a good move for all involved. Well, I, I've seen stories that maybe a, like a lawsuit involved in some things. I mean, maybe uh, some I don't sort know. of legal disputes. Do they have anything concrete uh, about well, what what about P- PW Insider, uh, mm-hmm. one of the wrestling websites that could yeah. possibly uh, pursue legal action against Drake rather uh, sooner rather than later? For what? What happened? Well, do they have a reason for it or uh, comments pertaining to his booking, as you mentioned? But oh, okay, so, so, so it may, him, him leaving it may be a, some a kind of contract. Okay, it may be some kind of a, a stipulation in his contract where he's not allowed to badmouth the company. No. No, uh, uh, what do they call it? Defamation 
uh, yeah, stipulation. And it can prevent him from signing with other groups until legal issues are dealt with. And he's under contract at least until uh, the end of May. So. Well, that would be a bummer if uh, that ended up happening to him because that could really hurt his bankroll. Yeah. Um, other than that, uh, All Elite Wrestling has signed uh, Hikaru Shida on Tuesday. Uh, they, you know, Of course, they did the All Elite thing right up there. Uh, Shida, big-time Japanese wrestler, uh, a female Japanese wrestler, She's also she was in a relationship with Kenny Omega once upon a time, so that may be where some people know her from. But again, she's very talented, and it's cool to see her make her way into that organization. More people add in that group all the time. There are rumors of a television deal going on with them. It's nothing concrete. They're talking to Turner Broadcasting about it, which I find a little funny since the whole link to WCW. Like, there's yeah. been comparisons made to WCW. Now they're talking to Turner Broadcasting. This thing might end up on TNT, <laughs> which that'd be weird. Man, would be so so weird. That, but despite what you are reading anywhere, nothing has been signed. They are in preliminary talks with them. If a deal gets made, that's great. But as of us right now talking to you on Friday at what time is it? Twelve fifty three. Twelve fifty three Eastern Standard Time. Nothing has been officially signed. Let me ask you this, because no. as, as wrestling fans, and you know, we you know, we heard the crowd chant uh, late on Monday. You know, f- for this, it's amazing because this promotion doesn't really exist yet; hasn't really done anything. Can it live up to the hype or the dream that people want this to be? And not, not putting the pressure on it. I mean, you know, because they haven't done anything. But if we have to wait a long time, are people going to get frustrated? Say, oh, we're going to, you know. Oh, I think now. if it takes too long, yeah. If it takes too long to get going, that's the problem. They need to strike while their iron is hot. They need to get a deal worked out sooner than later because I do think this is a situation where you've got people hyped and you need to keep them hyped. You need to really ideally what would be great is if they could go into Double or Nothing and announce on Double or Nothing that pay-per-view that they have a television deal and this is when you're going to be able to start watching. You know, uh, something along those lines because at the moment people are excited but that's only going to last for so long. You can't do these shows every so often and expect people, people to stay that hyped. Now... You could do these shows semi-regularly and draw, and people would be excited for the show, but you can't expect people to stay hyped for something like that you keep promising them that's never coming. So it's a situation of there needs to be a television deal locked down, and they need to get to it as quickly as, as feasibly possible. I don't want them to be as reasonably possible. I don't want them to, to rush into it with a bad deal and get themselves you know, screwed over in the end. And I also don't want them to put out a subpar project, product because that's going to hurt them as well. Yeah. I've seen lots of people. I belong to a group on Facebook about all elite wrestling, and there's tons of people throwing ideas around in there, things they want to see, and things that they hope are there. I tell you this right now: the thing that's not going to help them is hardcore wrestling. Like, there's a ton of people in there making claims for they want to see like CZW type oh, barbed wire, you know, li- uh, uh, light bulb type matches, and I'm like. No, that's not going to do anything. That's good for shock value for about five minutes, and then after that, it's worthless. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's not. That's not going to drive your promotion. No. What you need is efficient storytelling and characters people care about. And that is the key. Like when people like, oh, WWE needs to go back to PG thirteen. No, they don't. They need the good storytelling. They need compelling. The wrestling. You has can gotten absolutely better. do that without going to this almost R-rated yeah, yeah. type material. And, I mean, they push the lines occasionally. Yeah. They'll, they'll push their boundaries every once in a while. And I'm fine with it when they do if it's, if it's a well-told story. But it, it means it's irrelevant. There are ch- shows out there all the time that are a little, maybe a little edgy. You know what I mean? Rick and Morty. It's an edgy show. The comedy there is a little adult in this and the thing. But it's not like there's, you know, it's not 
Like, so, so far. Well, yeah, but it's not geared towards, uh, you know. Well, look at SpongeBob SquarePants. Yeah. For Christ's sake. I don't even care about that show. But, but how many people do? It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's kid humor. It's, it's. But at an adult level, where like like Toy right. Story, where it's like you're an adult, you can enjoy it because yeah, there's some funny jokes in there. Right, exactly. Like you said, Toy Story, things like that. It can be a kid friendly thing, or a fa- not even kid friendly. Doesn't have to be that necessarily. Yeah. But it can be something that's not oh this over the top. It's not the Attitude Era. Yeah. As long as you're telling good stories. And there's a reason why WWE has this because if they are PG thirteen, maybe they lose a lot of money. Oh, they can't with Mattel as, a, as yeah, the, one yeah, of their sponsors. Yeah, they just yeah, can't. Yeah, for those of you who want the PG thirteen, that's it, it's business reasons right there. Has nothing to do with ratings or whatever else. People have cut the cord. They go to YouTube to watch the yeah. show anyway. I was going to say ratings isn't what. I mean, don't get me wrong. They like ratings, but ratings is not how they make the majority of their money anymore. They make a lot of it through their streaming deals and and through their their endorsements and their sponsors. Yeah, and Mattel is a huge one for them, and they are not going to go to an adult route while they're working with Mattel. It's just not happening. Yeah. Now, if they ditch Mattel and get the fleshlight on board, then yeah, we'll probably get more adult-friendly content. But until then, just it's yeah. not going to make a difference. You'd get the same stupid storylines, but now with inappropriate jokes. Yeah. They, they'd be unfunny D jokes instead of unfunny jokes in general. Yeah. You know, it, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, we should be happy with the fact that the wrestling has, has improved greatly. Oh, my God, so much. Yeah. Um, up next, uh, so we'll stick with WWE now that we're there. Uh, Road Dog steps down as the SmackDown co-lead writer. Uh, that kind of seemed to come out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, so you're not sure, the story. Not sure what's going on there. Um, apparently, from what I've seen, the closest thing I can get to any actual con- confirmation is that people are saying he stepped down without directly saying this, but as a result of frustrations with the script changes that Vince McMahon would, Vince McMahon would make last minute. Yeah, because he's, he's known he's the for head that. Writer on the show. So. Yeah, and he's known for that. So if that, and I could believe that that's going to drive you nuts after a little while. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens there. Um, in in a in a funny vein, also they've apparently put out a a job opening for they're trying to hire continuity. Oh editors. yeah, yeah, continuity. Yeah, could continuity, continuity, whichever way I'm supposed to pronounce it. <laughs> um, editors, <laughs> and they are looking for. <laughs> they're, they're looking for people basically to make sure that their storylines make sense <laughs> from a storytelling standpoint from the stuff they've told already, which I think is a great idea. I, I, absolutely, because we just see stuff that makes no sense half the time. Oh, uh, without a doubt. Without First of all, if I'm, if I'm this guy they hire, the first thing I say is, hey, he just got beat up last night. Maybe he should yeah. act like it. <laughs> yeah. You know, something along those lines. Like, I mean, why is he fine? Uh, you know, that's a big problem I have on a regular basis. But again, you have guys who were enemies two weeks ago, and now all of a sudden they're teaming together with no issues. These need to be addressed, and there's plot holes that they that they forget to fill in. And I understand that's going to happen sometimes. It happens in the biggest, most high-budget yeah, things in the world. Yeah. Um, it's just it's the nature of the beast. But the less of them you have, the better. Now, my thing is this. You can have these people in that job, and that's wonderful, but if Vince McMahon is still going to be making changes last minute because he wants something, these jobs aren't going to matter. No, but He's going to step right over them. But I think it'll help in some situations where I hope stories. it will, but Vince McMahon is notorious for saying he doesn't remember it, so the audience won't either. Yeah, yeah. We're not dumb. Yeah, so I, we're also not 80. No. <laughs> I'm not trying to be a jerk, dude, but you're almost 80 years old. You're going to forget more things than we are. And that's not meant to be mean. You just It's just the nature of the beast. So I don't know. It, it's interesting. We'll see how that pans out, if it makes any kind of difference in the writing, I guess. Um and for the record, Vince McMahon did not fire one of their other creative guys, uh, uh, Robert Evans, R.D. Evans, when he was in uh, uh, Ring of Honor. 
they, he didn't fire him over something having to do with the, the men, with Bret Hart mentioning Vince McMahon at the Hall of Fame. RD stepped down is oh, what happened. Okay. So I know that was going on for a while. People thought that, that was the case. And uh, finally, this some sad news. Uh, Big E, <sighs> splits and all, has uh, torn meniscus, which has nothing to do with his crotch. So he's you know that didn't do it. Yeah. And he is uh, going to be out for at least some time. He's going to have to have uh, his knee looks scoped. Like, looks like six weeks. That's the what they're saying right now. Minimum. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see what happens. I'm going to go ahead and put this out there. I have five tears in my right knee and my meniscus. It's not comfortable at all. So if this dude's working on that on a regular basis. More power to him. And uh, I hope he gets it taken care of and he gets, you know, the help he needs to, to get his knee better because he's a guy I want to see have a long career. I'd like to see him nine years from now get a world title match. Yeah. Making <laughs> mincemeat of my meniscus. Crossbody yeah, that was his, the cartilage. Yeah. Buy for a bit. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. We'll see if they keep him on camera or if he's going to be off camera for a bit. You never know. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's coming down the ringside or whatever else, but obviously cannot get physically involved because you don't want that to get. Well, worse. we'll still definitely see less dancing from him because <laughs> he won't true. be able to. He won't. You just simply won't be able to do it. No, so we'll find out. I, from what I understand, getting that work done requires some rehab, so he will probably be off television for at least a little while, um, but maybe not too too long. So let's hope. In any event, we'll take a break right now. We will come right back, and we're going to dive into NXT Takeover. And uh, get our WrestleMania weekend review started. Remember to contact the guys at ESPR at FM99.com with all your comments, topics, and thoughts. But please, keep the fan fiction to yourselves. You can also follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Just search ESPR99. And we're back. And episode 95, let's do it. Let's kick this part off. The NXT TakeOver Review. Yeah, it's going to be good. Quite, quite the show. Long fun. matches on this card, too. Uh, it was. Um, I think under 15 minutes. No. Matches. Well, but I mean, you got to remember, they don't have nearly as many matches, but exactly. they're just trying to fill like a pay-per-view slot, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, Do you have the results pulled up over yes, there? Yes, I do. Okay, great. So you can you can do that, and I'll just react. And, and this one, I think we both agreed on going to the show. War Raiders defeating Aleister Black and Ricochet. Yes. Uh, which I think is great for the War Raiders. Black, I do, too. Black, Black and Ricochet obviously moved on, um, but the War Raiders needed, uh, I think, this kind Such of a good match, too. I saw that one, and immediately I was like, and we are off and running. That match was great, dude. I loved it. I love the War Raiders. I think they're a really underrated team by some people. And I think it's because they just haven't been on TV as much as some of the other teams. Yeah, yeah. Now, what these guys need, though, is they need more character development because, again, they're going to be a team that nobody really knows or cares about when they main, when they make it to the main roster, and we're not going to have a connection to them as characters. I need to I need to know more about these guys. Let's like, like, Let's... The guy, the, uh, one of them, um, Roe, uh, in real life is married to Sarah Logan from the Riot Squad. Yeah. And the dude lives the real life of a Viking better than they act on television. <laughs> so, like, well, I think they had a Viking They did, they had a Viking wedding. Like, dude, just focus on that. Let's just <laughs> let's get into that a little bit, how this guy lives that gimmick. Like, let's, let's talk. <laughs> it could be really interesting. But again, really great match. Awesome uh, work by all guys involved. Some insane. Uh, spots ricochet maybe doing one of the the most impressive things caught hansen the bigger of the two yeah caught him and then fall away slam wow yeah i was blue for, for a guy my, that size yeah blew my mind that he did that i i rewound that twice <laughs> and, and you mentioned the character development i mean black and ricochet have done a great job developing their characters and i've kept that so far in the wwe so hopefully we can see that with the war raiders and they can develop and then eventually uh, you know, make the transition. Agreed. Uh, next match, and, and, and you, you and I were still right in this one, and it finally happened. Uh, Matt Riddle was defeated. Velveteen Dream winning that match. This is for the NXT North American Championship, so he retains. Yeah. 
really good match. Matt Riddle, th- I think this was, when we think, we said this going in that this would probably be his first big great match. Yeah. And it was. It was an awesome match, man. Uh, Dream doing his plan and, you know, mind games type thing. Riddle playing him right back, which I loved. And Riddle does this great thing where he goes from the bro thing to this wrestling like genius almost that this dude is good at counters, is good, is good at mat wrestling. He can brawl. He, he gets aggressive. And I love it, man. And it's cool watching. He came across as aggressive and wanting to win and just watching him Dream is so good at the storytelling parts of matches. Like, so good. Yeah, yeah. He, like, the other guy can fill the gap. Like, when they're on offense, they fill the gap with a lot of moves and stuff. And Dream just sells it with a great story, and, and, and he's amazing. I love to watch it. Dream getting the, the kind of out-of-nowhere win. Loved it. I, more progression for the Dream and Riddle just getting started at NXT. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff from both of them. And it finally happened. Pete Dunne losing the United Kingdom Championship to Walter. Another great match. Yeah. Another great match, but different from everything else in the card. This is one of the things I love about NXT. Well, well yeah, their styles are. I mean, Pete just with the like I went, it's the physical, and that didn't say the physical rest hold style, but just mentally. Well, it's a lot. It's of, a lot of like of, chain of, wrestling. It's a lot of which actually apparently William Regal hates that term chain wrestling. He just <laughs> he just he's like it's just wrestling because to him that's what it is. Yeah. But in any event, that hold for hold style wrestling, the aggressive, I mean, brutal style of UK yeah. wrestling, which is very stiff. A lot of strikes, a lot of ground-based stuff, and, and just really dr- grind. Yeah, it's grinding is, is It's word. a good way to put it. And it really was. It started out with Dunn trying to go his usual route and Walter just being too powerful and too, you know, he was a step ahead of them the whole time, and it just didn't work. And so then you had Dunn who had to – and you saw it in the match. He had to change his game plan to where he's countering these things that Walter's trying to do, which then had Walter backing up and had him second-guessing moves because he didn't want to get caught again. It was so effing good. (laughs) And then Walter wins. And, again, you know, we kind of thought it might happen, but Walter uh, Walter wins the title. And Pete Dunn, I'm wondering if he's going back to that or if he's going to move on. Yeah I, yeah, I don't know, because we haven't seen anybody really come from the UK. No, uh, it's, it's so new, yeah. You know, unless, you know. But I would love to see Dunn on the main roster. Now, I was assuming is WWE probably going to get a European tour coming up, so at some point we'll probably see him out there. Yeah, it'd be a bigger place to test him, Yeah, at least, Yeah, because you know? I know he did it last year, I think. And I mean, on. Dunn's not the biggest guy, but his style is believable. No, no, he's That's one of the things I love about him, is that his style's believable in the sense that he can convince you he could hurt these guys by getting them down to the ground and doing... Daniel Bryan did it for a long yeah. time. You know, you know, take away the run and drop kicks and stuff. It's the similar idea, and Daniel Bryan or uh, Pete Dunne can make that work. And he's aggressive and mean. I believe everything he did on that roster. Yeah, he, he well, he's five ten. Walter's six four. Yeah, yeah, Walter, 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 Walter's a guy that's six four that looks bigger than six four <laughs> because he's up there against guys that are five ten and yeah, stuff. So yeah. he looks huge. Yeah, it's not like well, he's six four is big too. Well, we gotta it, take well, that it is. Account, yeah, but, but it's not like he's seven feet tall. You right. know, and he's really six yeah, ten. Right. Okay. He'd really stand up there and look quite normal <laughs> next to a lot of the main roster. Yeah. 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 Uh, the next match, the uh, Fatal 4-Way for the NXT Women's Championship, uh, Shayna Baszler retaining the match, uh, winning that match by submission, which I, I think is st- still the right call on that. With, uh, the everybody, looked good. Else. everybody looked good. Uh, Belair looked the best. I'm going I'm to give her the nod on this one because that was her breakout performance. It, 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 she is is really improving a lot. That's one of the things she's I come love. a long way. They they have such a good eye in NXT for this talent that is ready for that next step, yeah. that is really ready to break out. Because very rarely do we see one of these newer people, young. I say younger, I guess, um, or 
I guess how do I don't know how to explain it? Like newer to the takeover to or takeover level. We'll call it to the main event level, even though it's not all main event matches. Yeah. But we'll call it that to that top tier. People who were who were just kind of getting there, they they seem to know the right people to put in those spots because they seem to one after the other go boom and I'm in and I'm like you've made your statement. You're now at that top level and you are made because they just have such a good eye for that NXT and I love it. Yeah, because he was in the uh, May Young Classic and one of them, I, I believe, like the fir- uh, first or second mm-hmm. one, that's when I first saw her and she just had a, an original kind of look, especially yeah. with the hair and everything and the fact that she just has grown as a character and, and as a wrestler too. And, and, you know, and, and Shayna is really Shayna where... Shayna I mean, Shayna. Shayna is because, a workhorse. Because, because of her style, it may yeah. not be the smoothest, but because of the fight style... Like that's what I always kind of look with, like Ronda. Well, it may not have been like a smooth move, but because of that style, it just looks more realistic. Agreed. Yeah, but good match, and Shayna retains. And, and then this one that uh, I shouldn't say steal the show, but if you're the main event, yeah, yeah. Johnny uh, Johnny Gargano defeating Adam Cole, two out of three falls match for the uh, vacant NXT championship. Very rarely do I feel this way when I see two out of three falls matches. Each match or each match, each fall felt like a separate match. It felt like they gave you three separate matches for the price of one, and it was awesome. Everything about that match was great. The first two falls felt like I saw somebody de- describe it this way, and I thought it was perfect. Um, as a matter of fact, I think it was, uh, I want to give him credit, Jason Powell from ProWrestling.net, I think, is the one who described it this way. He said that it felt like the first two falls were NXT television like main events yeah. uh, worthy, which are really good. And, go, and then the third fall, they kicked it into that next gear, and that felt takeover main event worthy. And he was like, so they built to that moment. It wasn't like, we're going to try and keep you at a 10 the whole match. It was like, we've got you at about a 7, we've got you at about an 8 to a 9, and then boom, we kick it up to a 10. We built up to that crescendo, and it was so awesome, dude. Uh, Great match between both guys. Adam Cole, I mean, we knew already, but what a stud that dude is. And same can be said for Johnny Gargano. He's Johnny Wrestling. I mean, come on. He is Johnny Wrestling at this point. Um, pretty smooth in a ring. I it just so good, so good. The one thing I'm going to say about this is I'm a little upset because they look like they're sowing seeds of dissension now amongst the undisputed era on NXT. Oh, no. yeah, I don't, I don't love that. Um, I saw a thing of uh, on this last week. It showed uh, Adam Cole. He was kind of caught when the camera saw them before he noticed the camera was there, and he seemed to be running down um, Roderick Strong and laying a lot of blame on him. And then he noticed the camera was there and. Showed away, but it's it. I'm like, no, don't bring up the undisputed era. I love the undisputed era. <laughs> Leave them as they are. But uh, just so good. I can't say enough good things about the match. Seriously, if you haven't seen that show, go out of your way to watch it. I need. I, yeah, that's one. I haven't seen the whole show. It's just right. It's a lot of wrestling that weekend. It, was- it is very much so, man. I understand. Um, luckily, I have no life. So I um. <laughs> oh, man, I mean, it, it's so hard to rate the takeovers because it feels like they're all great shows. So it's like I don't know where to put this on the scale of takeovers. I mean, this might have been about a nine. You know, this is this is really effing good. Probably fair from everything I've seen on the show, and yeah, you know, just just the fact you had five matches, they're lengthy. You know, nothing seemed to, to drag from everything that I've, I've seen. Right. Well, I agree. I agree. So what we'll do now is now the takeovers over, 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 um, over, over. I can't stop saying over. Help me, Dave. Uh, <laughs> What's Do we have Clarence to go to the next segment? Oh, Jesus, please. <laughs> okay, we're going to move on from this. We'll take a quick break, and when we come back, hopefully I'll be done saying over, and we can talk about WrestleMania 35, so stick around. Because that's finally over. Over. Miss an episode of ESPR? 
Find previous episodes and interviews with WWE superstars like Seth Rollins. Do you miss doing the curb stop? I love that move. Oh, yeah, we all did. (laughs) (laughs) The Miz. Well, it is the most must-see podcast of all time, isn't it? Yes. It's the best one. It's the most must-see. It's awesome. It's, what is it, eat, sleep, repeat, something, another thing? Who cares? Who cares? It's amazing. Just search ESPR on all your major podcast apps. And we're back, and now it's time for WrestleMania 35, live from New Jersey? New York? Where was well, it? Well, uh, you can see New York, I guess. From the yeah, distance. I mean, but they, 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 they love to say New York a lot, but it was really New Jersey. Yeah, East Rutherford, New Jersey. East this, Rutherford, New Jersey. Stop lying to us. Is that where the Giants play or the Eagles yeah, play? It, Giants, it, right? Giants, Giants and Jets. Giants and the Jets. Yeah, they, yeah share, because, they share the stadium. Yeah, you're all Jersey. Just get get yeah. that right. Let's be yeah. clear. The New Jersey Giants and the New Jersey Jets. Suck yeah. Me Anyways. <laughs> all right, let's, let's blow through this. Um, the uh, Take uh, the 205 live match. Uh, Tony Nisa uh, shocked me defeating Buddy Murphy. Shocked Good match. Me. Good for Tony. Um, I don't know what that means for Buddy. Maybe there'll be some rematches, which is fine. Give me a couple of rematches because it's the Buddy Murphy show with Tony Nisa as your champion. Yeah, I... <laughs> I kind of hope Buddy Murphy leaves 205 Live now. I kind of hope they treat that he, like he, NXT almost. Like he can graduate on. Yeah, yeah. we've seen like Or uh, even maybe Ollie go from 205 Live to NXT and then, you know, something along those lines. Because Buddy Murphy has proven to be what an unsung gem that guy is, yeah, you know? Throw the match with AJ Styles. I, oh, my God, please. <laughs> he's we can, so let AJ get healthy because I know he's not he hurt his guy hip. Who, yeah, he's yeah. an old man. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, really good match between the two. I don't understand the move to Tony Nese, but all right, Tony Nese is a champion. Well, maybe, yeah, but he got plans for Buddy. Uh, the women's battle royal, uh, Carmelo defeating. Uh, oh, I'm a. I, it, it was not a bad match. No, it was fine, but I'm just mad that they keep doing things with Carmella. <laughs> yeah, the only thing I don't like about that is like because I think they they had both battle royals had that where you you get a guy that's like out of the ring and all of a sudden coming back and. You know, well, we, we yeah, forgot. It's, it's overused at this point. Yeah, especially when we um, did it twice. I mean, we can just do show. it quickly. I mean, Carmella won that one, and then Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman won the other one. Which, yeah, I. Oh, by the way, Ali, who was my pick, like he hit that table hard mm-hmm. when he got thrown out of the ring. I saw him later on. Obviously, he's okay, but holy crap! Because I thought, like, oh my gosh, that yeah. dude's gonna be concussed again. And it would have been <laughs> Dave's fault. Just remember that. <laughs> He jinxed him. Um, uh, but Braun Strowman wins. Oh, I'll say this. Colin Yo- Colin Jost and uh, Michael Che th- played their parts fine. Uh, yeah, yeah, the they, comedy part with the, the, the guy, the therapist. They did fine. I, I, I was wondering how it was going to go. They did about what I figured they'd do, but it worked out. It was fine. If you can find the video on YouTube, uh, there's video of those guys hiding under the ring during the match, which makes it interesting because I always wonder, like, when you're under the ring. Oh, wait. Is there's video of them actually being under the ring? Yeah. Like selfie cam or something. No, like there's that, a, there's a some, there's a camera down there. Or whatever. Ah, I, I hate that. No, but 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 they're talking. But no, they're talking like oh, I can't believe we're doing this. You know, and then like it's just running the whole time. You know, right, post right, right. It, but it's so freaking loud because you can hear really? the slams. Wow. You know, and everything else going on. So you know, those guys underneath hiding underneath the ring. You can only imagine like that's funny. You know, but and that might have been. You know, they had mics too, so it might have been amplified a little bit. Uh, the other pre-show match, uh, Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder defeating the Revival. The coming. streak comes to an end at WrestleMania. So, you know, two Yay. big streaks raining. Yeah. I don't. I I mean, that's fine. I just don't care about anything involving Zack Ryder. I will say this. I, the match was better than I thought Which, it would be. Which, by the way, I'll say this, too. Uh, see, I disagree. I felt like it was a boring standard like Monday Night Raw tag match where it's like we're going to hold one dude in, in, in rest holes and punch him for 10 minutes. 
and then eventually he'll get the hot tag, and it leads to the end of the match. I just – I mean, it was, it, was a, it was a great match. But I thought it was, it was okay. Thought. But, thought, but, uh, but the brain buster in the outside. I mean, that was good. Stuff. I mean, having good spots is cool, but I yeah, just didn't think yeah. it was an overly great match. But, I mean, I, it was funny, though, as I laughed my ass off about this, is that uh, Kurt, Ra- Kurt Hawkins, you know, got an okay reaction when he came out. Nobody cared Zack Ryder was there. No. I laughed so hard <laughs> when he came out and nobody cheered. I it's it's it's, just, it. it's just been too long. It's just they, they sucks. There's that know. too. Um, <laughs> anyways, going on. All right, we got the big show, and then all of a sudden, Paul Heyman. Well, I'm not gonna worry about Lex and Hulk Hogan, but Paul Heyman. Interrupts, yeah, no, we really shouldn't because that. But Paul Heyman interrupted Hulk Hogan. Who who thought we'd ever see that? <laughs> not in 2019. I didn't. No. I'll tell you that. Uh, uh, wow, just. And he comes out and says, it's so funny because I was watching with uh, some friends of mine. Uh, I'll give them a shout out, Chris and Lindsay. Thank you for inviting me over to watch. Um, it was it was, it was, was funny because as he's, as somebody said before it happened, they were talking about how, you know, Brock's going to be on first. He wants to go home, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and that's pretty much exactly what Heyman yeah. said. It was like, if we're not going to be the main event, then we're not hanging around and blah, blah, blah. You know, which again... More, it's subtle because people don't pick up on this all the time. But that was more to paint him, paint Brock in the corner of I don't care about wrestling. I don't yeah. care about the guys in the back. I don't care about because everybody, if you follow wrestling a lot, you know there's this thing of like you're supposed to be there for the whole show. So oh, yeah, yeah, it, it's a 15 hour day for those guys, I'm sure. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, the match, okay. Brock attacks Seth first for the belly from rings. And it was it, beat down, it, it was the Roman Reigns formula, and I didn't care for it. No, no. The match happened like there was like no great payoff. No, you know, because like, it, there was. I, I never felt like I, I was just watching this going like I feel like I'm watching the Roman Reigns match. Same thing. Roman gets jumped and, and beat up on the outside yeah. for a while. Then he gets in the ring and all of a sudden lands some Superman punches. I mean stomps. Sorry, and uh, the match is over. And I was just like, eh. Yeah, it was yeah. a similar formula they used to to Goldberg, you know. I guess in that short, we're gonna do a quick. Well, the, the one at Mania or the Survivor Series? Yeah, one? Who cares? Well, um, the, but the Mania match was that was like the best match of the year in the. They card. were both good. They, they were both good matches. Well, well not the Survivor Series one. No, the Survivor Series one was good because well, it was shortened it, well, to the well, point. Yeah, yeah. And that's it did exactly what it one. needed to do. But this one, I felt like. But that's the thing. This didn't need that. No, this didn't need to be that. This quick should have match. been a wrestling match. This should, for at least a couple minutes. If nothing else. This all should have taken place during the match, not a jump before the bell. Yeah, yeah. Like, at the very least, like, make that part of the match. Because jumping in before the bell, and then it's this weird thing, and I understand it's all part of the same story, but, like, you have to look at it from a certain perspective. When you do that, it's almost like chapters to a book, right? And so you're telling this chapter, and then the bell rings, and the new chapter starts. And the new chapter starts, and it's match is over. Okay, well, that's anticlimactic, because I feel like there was no build to that. If it was all in the same... Chapter and again, I'm using that 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 analogy. But what it, but would, there, it would be a little more yeah, dramatic. But it's all before the match. You're like, well, okay, Seth's not losing right now because he can't be beat because the right. bell hasn't rung. And it's like, oh, the dramatic. Because at first I thought like, well, maybe they're going to switch this up and okay, we're not going to do the match now. We're going to do it later on because you know right. I thought he we're jumped gonna get him before the crap. bell or something. Yeah, yeah. I, I as soon as it started happening, I was like, oh, it's going to be just like Roman Reigns. Yeah, that's which is what I figured would happen, and it did. But well, congrats, was, Seth. I mean, it, it wasn't terrible what they did. It just wasn't no. what the match should have been. Yeah, yeah, I expected yeah. more. Uh, and match. It was really good. I think we kind of thought this would be AJ Styles defeating Randy Orton. Oh, which really good. We were the only people to see it because I was going to say <laughs> we didn't have to do it with the lights in our eyes. So suck yeah. at everybody who went and it wasn't us. Um, uh, outstanding. Uh, AJ getting hurt on the on that awesome the outside, yeah. spot. The the superplex on the top row. I never seen a guy go up. That oh, see, high. I saw I saw uh, that he got hurt when he did the forearm to the outside. Oh, is that one? Okay, I thought it was I, I, thought it was I guess it could have okay. been either. Technically, we don't really know. Yeah, because that's suplex. But, Holy cow! Yeah. 
Um, outstanding match. You got a good match on really Randy good. Orton, and um, you know, and, and just it was it was enjoyable match. So agreed. Yeah, go watch if you you know if you if you haven't missed it or you missed some of the cards or you skipped over it, do yourself a favor and watch that one. Agreed. Uh, the uh, tag team match, uh, the Fatal Four, where the Usos defending, uh, keeping the titles. So uh, Alistair Black, Ricochet, Rusev, uh, Shinsuke. Way better bottom. than their previous eight-man tag on, on uh, than SmackDown that we'd seen like a week ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, way better. I enjoyed that immensely. the the four The four way was really fun. It it, it was good. The uh, okay. W- what's not getting talked about at all is the Cesaro swing, which lasted. Oh, I, I counted it that night. It was <laughs> it was a ridiculous number of revolutions. It was something like I, I, I'm guessing at this point, but I want to say it was like 31 or 33 yeah, or yeah. something like that. And I was just like, "Dear God!" At and one it, point, you saw that Ricochet was getting real close to the ground, yeah. and so he had to tense up a little yeah. bit to get himself up. But I, hey, that's hard on both of those guys. Yeah, yeah. The fact that like Ricochet, like like 20 seconds later, is like doing moves, and you know, and Shazar goes to the sharpshooter and. Like seems okay. I fully expected Ricochet. He was going for some kind of I can't remember the move, but he went for a, t- a, a, a leaping move. Yeah, and I fully expected him to just kind of go dead fish in the air and fall over sideways because I was like, "There's no way he can see straight." But yeah. uh, it was really good match. Yeah, really good match. Fun match. Uh, everybody looked good. Yeah, um, you know, for the most part. So, and congrats to the Usos who then in, t- in turn two days later lost to the Hardys. Yeah. Which I mean, whatever. <laughs> I, I'm fine with that feud. I just don't understand. That. Yeah, and the way that Usos lost. Yeah, I mean, just you know, I mean, I mean, it's two good guys fighting, but it was just like not like a squash, but you know, kind of a squash. But kind of a squash. It, well, it wasn't a squash, but it was kind of a squash. It was like a yeah, like a summer squash. In a match, I think you liked more than I did. Okay. Shane Shane McMahon defeating the I Miz. did like it more than you did. Yeah. Uh, okay. Here, here, I'll, I'll explain my beef, and then you can say why okay. you liked it. I, I thought that like some of the be- now, I know I figured this, there's gonna be some sort of stunt. At first, yeah, I thought course. when I saw the layout of the ring, I thought, oh, they're gonna end up on top of the like top of the over the ring or something. something I think crazy that's what like all that. of us did. Looked at things around the place <laughs> and we we're like, what are they gonna end up on top of? But I, and, and I felt bad. Okay, the spot I did like was I felt bad for all the foreign announcer guys because their spots still came out <laughs> stuff. It was unintentional, and I felt bad, like genuinely bad because you know, they got a show to do, and then you know the guy's holding his handset. But I felt like some of that took too long to get to the points, and I know the Shane beating. Which I, and I know set up the ending, but it just felt like it just went on. Even though it was a fifteen minute match, it's just like, dear God, get on with it. I I didn't really have that problem. They kept it moving well for me. They had different spots built into getting to that point, which kept me interested. Because if it had just been punching and kicking all the way there, then yeah, I would have lost interest. But they didn't, and I mean, it looked like a good brawl. And I, I especially like the spot where he um, uppercuts Shane with like a monitor or something like that. He's holding, and Shane falls over the thing onto a. a Something I don't know what he landed on, and then fall all the way to the floor. Oh yeah, and it was yeah, just like I mean, there was yeah. stuff like that on the way to their big spot that I would that kept me interested the whole time. And then they get up to that big spot and they tease it. And at first, I thought there's no way in hell he's going for a superplex. So something's going to happen. They're going to counter him, and like Shane will push him off or something. Something will happen. Yeah, maybe he could drop an elbow yeah. on him or no, something. No, they legit went with the superplex. Yeah. And it scared the hell out of me <laughs> when it happened. I was like, oh, he killed him. Oh, he killed him. <laughs> And then, uh, I mean, you know what? I'm fine with it. Shane gets it. Shane gets a BS yeah, win. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Which, that by the way, I called that one. Um, Shane gets a BS win, and it allows him to keep gloating over the Miz. Yeah, uh, which and, works. And Shane's our uh, Miz's dad. So, uh, oh, Miz's dad took an <laughs> ass whooping too. He did. <laughs> that made you happy. It, only a little, if for no other reason than I got to see that god awful fighting stance. Like, that was pretty <laughs> yeah, which good. I thought like, Shane correcting like, that, that made me laugh. That, oh my god, that was so funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bring your arm up here. I'm still gonna beat your ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so 
So uh, the uh, women's uh, tag team match, the uh, Iconics, new tag team champions defeating the Boston Hunt Connection, Nia Jax, Tamina, and Beth Phoenix and, and Natalia. I'm fine with the outcome, um, although apparently, um, apparently know, Sasha Banks Sasha not, Banks, okay not with happy with that. Uh, yeah, because we, we didn't mention that earlier. But um, apparently, she was supposed to be on the Wendy Williams show this past week or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Uh, that was canceled at the last minute. Wendy Williams apparently furious about that. And then it was, they, I guess WWE told her that she had a family emergency or something. Yeah. So Wendy Williams was like, okay, oh, never mind. Then, like an idiot, Sasha Banks has a photo posted of her and her boyfriend and Kalisto and his girlfriend or wife or whoever, I don't know, um, on vacation. Th- that's the emergency? And apparently this stems from, and this again, according to reports, I mean, you got to take it with a grain of salt, but it, it, there's a certain there's a, there's a certain vibe to this you're getting because of the cancellation on Wendy Williams last minute and everything to go on vacation. It apparently she found out the day of about losing the titles to the Iconics and was very angry about it. So then after the match, she said she wanted to quit. And they gave her time off to really think about that before she makes that decision. I think here I'm going to say this if that's true, because I have to preface it by saying that, because this could turn out to not be true. Yeah. But if that's true, okay, child, sit down and quit throwing your little tantrum. People don't like finishes all the time. Everybody wants to win all the time, pretty much. I get that. Austin316 says, sit down and shut up. He said, <laughs> when he did that with Brock, basically, where they wanted him to lose to Brock on Monday Night Raw, and he was mad about that. And he said that part of that was because there was no build, yada, 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 which this isn't the case. There was build to this yeah, match. I, uh, yeah, a lot of build. And, uh, it was, and it happened on WrestleMania. Austin was mad because there was going to be no build to it and on a throwaway Monday Night Raw, okay? Um, he took his ball and went home, and he maintains that's one of the dumbest things he ever did, all right? You're doing one of the dumbest things you've ever done right now. You're in that moment. Rethink it right now. Because there's no reason to be angry. First of all, you guys weren't lighting the world on fire as tag champs. Secondly, you're still the first ever WWE Women's Tag Team Champion. Always going to be remembered. Nothing will be able to take that away from you. Nothing ever. You still competed on WrestleMania in a featured match. And you got to put over another team. And you get credit for reviving the women's wrestling. Women's wrestling, yeah. You know, not just in the tag team scene, but even as part of the revol- evolution, if you will, revolution, uh, you know, with all that, with the matches against Charlotte and everything else, Hell in the Cell. Maybe this is why your title reigns never lasted long. Maybe. I don't know. But if if that's the case, she needs to really – she needs to mature some because this is it's a silly reaction to have. Yeah. Um, she's given up in a, at a spot where she's in a prime position right now. To, to do well for herself for several years. And I see people automatically be like, oh, she should go to AEW, dear, dear, dear. First of all, don't know if they'd want her. They've openly said they're not looking for a, bu- a bunch of uh, WWE uh, um, cast-offs. Yeah. They've openly said that. And by the way, also I'm going to throw this out there right now because I saw it. Cody tweeted out the other day, AEW is not anti-WWE. That is not their objective. They're not trying to do things to hurt WWE. They're not trying to do And he has no ill will towards WWE. He doesn't even think they misused him. He said he got to learn a ton working there. He just had his own thing he wanted to do, and he's able to do it now. He said the AEW is just pro-pro wrestling. So let's get the anti-WWE stuff out of the way. But again, Sasha, regardless of what she, where she would end up after that, you're at the forefront of the women's revolution in WWE and the, the, the changing of that division. Why would you give up on that because you didn't like a finish? Yeah. That's, I don't know. I irritated. And, and I'm kind of surprised because it did seem like you know, they were going to be in for a long reign. 
Right. You know, but if it needs I did too, and apparently that was kind of the thought that she had as well. Uh, maybe that's but what it was. But plans change all the time. Yeah, exactly. As we, as Constantly. We know. Yeah. But hats off to the Iconics, a real team. Um, and, great team. And, 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 and have improved a lot. Oh, they have improved a great deal. Yeah, you know. They've been a great team, but they've been mostly a, a, a comedy act yeah. as far as heels. But it's been the last. But they've been able to be a little months. more vicious, which I like. It's, yeah, it's kind also of been, loved loved Peyton Royce's like Eddie Guerrero inspired. Oh yeah, tights and everything. Yeah. I also love Peyton Royce, but that's yeah. Not the point. But but the um, but the ending match was great. You know, stealing a win and the heel team winning and. Also, can we never do the double sharpshooter spot ever again, please? Now, I'll say this. This is the first time it looked any good. Yeah. But it yeah. still didn't look great. Yeah. Um, and Natalia does it in every single match she's in that has more than one person now. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to need you to stop it. Yeah. Oh, right and, now. and the um, Tower of Doom uh, spots. And I mean, that happened. It happens like almost like twice. Now, it, this one is a little bit, the Ricochet one is a little bit different because he did Yeah, that was over. different. That was cool. But, but you know, this one is just. Yeah, like, you got to stop working them all into every multi person match. <laughs> yeah. It's just not. You know, talk to each other. Wait, are you guys doing one? <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll come up with a different spot. Just talk to each other because it, it, it's at every event. Uh, okay, the big first, I, I think probably the best match of the night, uh, Kofi Kingston defeating Daniel Bryan. This very well may have been the best match of the which, night. Which, by the way, the, the ending was not given away in WWE shop, but those shirts went on sale at the time that match began. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> but now, that being said, I didn't know that, so I didn't get it spoiled for me. Yeah, not like I'm sitting but, at the shop so, store. There was a couple waiting. of things that happened that night that ruined stuff, that, that messed up things. Like, they had um, that happened. Their, one of their programs was messed up and had the, oh, uh, the yeah, uh, Luke and- Gallows and Carl Anderson's <laughs> name wrong. Um, and we knew the tag team championship match for the announced it because somebody right, got a hold we knew of the, the tag team And then something else happened uh, <laughs> that night. I can't remember what it was now, but I just remember thinking to myself, "God, what if they were all the same person?" Like he, <laughs> he's just sitting there going, "I am so fired." Like, <laughs> but in any event, um, amazing match, fantastic. The storytelling was incredible, and the yeah. whole time you're sitting there thinking to yourself, "There's." Are they going to screw? There's this <laughs> chance, you know what I mean? There's this chance that he's not going to win. Because, again, we said going into it, and I picked all three babyfaces to win the main yeah, title yeah. matches, but even I said that it's un- I'm going to be wrong about one of these. Yeah. So I thought to myself, after Seth won, I, I was like, well, Kofi, I, I, yeah. I was probably wrong about Kofi and then. Kofi wins. And then the match happens, <laughs> and he wins, and it's a great match. Yeah, and I love it that it was like done like in a way where you're not like like cheating backfired on Daniel Bryan. Right. It was he just got he beat. Just beat which him. a lot of these matches had that. Well, and that's one of the things I loved about Daniel Bryan going into this was that if Daniel Bryan had any say in this match, then A, I think he'd have been a hundred percent for putting over Kofi. Yeah. And B, I think he'd have been for putting him over strong. Because Daniel Bryan's one of those guys. He, he's always been that kind of guy when it comes to the business and what's right. Yeah, yeah. Because because when, when endings get discussed, as we you know find out in the the Iconics match, that maybe mm-hmm. some people don't agree with it, but maybe Daniel's like, well, I want it to be this way, or I'm fine with it. Yeah, let's do this for Kofi. Because when Daniel Daniel's Bryan has such a brilliant guy. mind for how to put a match together, yeah, you know, judging from his career, that it's just it's one of those things that I I, I it when his in ring career is is finally over over. God, I hope he stays on as as a producer oh, or yeah. or a creative or something. A trainer, of some kind. But but I love him. The trainer is great too. But I don't a producer. Sense. I'd like because he could help as one of the agents who helps yeah. put the matches together. Because man, I'd love to have his mind putting matches together. Yeah. 
you know. Yeah. But uh, again, great match. Kofi, your new champion. There's an awesome video on the li- online, by the way, that you can find if you haven't seen it already, of fans reacting to Kofi's wins. Man, it'll make you tear up watching it. Yeah, yeah, and, and, awesome. and that kind of hit me too because I've been, you know, been watching that guy. Yeah, yeah I, I posted a picture of him and Daniel Bryan on, on, on her Facebook page of like, yeah. you know, who. Uh, by the way, uh, of course, we didn't see Luke Harper there, but we saw him in the battle royal. He was in the battle so, royal. So he is back. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, okay, in a match that didn't last long for the U.S. Championship, Samoa Joe defeating Ray Mysterio. Ray's hurt. They got their match. It was just Joe looked strong quickly, which, which, which it, is good for Joe. Joe so. looked like a monster, and I was fine with it, and yeah. especially after what we just watched. Yeah, uh, Roman Reigns defeated uh, Drew McIntyre. Uh, no surprise in the outcome. Uh, no, but back. you know what? Disappointed they went with the standard Roman Reigns match. Yeah, style. I, I was really hoping we get something a little different. Apparently, the boos were pretty heavy for him that night. Now the WrestleMania crowd's a little different, um, so that may not be indicative of everywhere they go. But the WrestleMania crowd, apparently, from what I was understanding, is about 70% booze yeah. for him. And you didn't see Reigns on Raw. He came out for the post-show with Dean right. Ambrose. I think part of that and... was to avoid any more booze from yeah, that crowd. Yeah, I think that was smart. But you know, come on, people. I, I, you know, but it's I mean, it's the match... not the Kurt Angle cool the boo, which we'll get into in just a moment. Ooh, but but the, the match, well, I mean, it wasn't great. It was the standard yeah, Roman yeah. Reigns formula. I was really hoping they'd mix that up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, in a match that was uh, the longest of the night, a big surprise, uh, Triple H defeating Batista, who tripped getting into the ring. Um, and uh, He this- did. It was so funny, too. <laughs> I laughed so hard. When they, he went out of the ring and came back in, I was, he like went around the ring and whatnot. I was like, oh, he wants a do-over. That's what that is. Like, that was – but Tripsta, it was it – was, yeah. But you know what? I, and I know there was mixed feelings on this, but, I mean, the overwhelming you know response seemed to be that most people didn't hate it. No, um, it was, I it enjoyed was, it. I it, thought it was good. Yeah, it was. It was. It was long, it, but it was plotting. But this is the point where, like, because of that and the the see, plotting isn't the word I would have used. Is you know the big spots, you know, right. with, with the steps and you know the the, t- the table and then the, the wrench uh, pulling out the. Uh, see, know, I liked that. You know, but the, the plotting isn't the word I would have used for that match. Some of the matches Triple H has had over the last couple of years, I would use that term, plotting. <laughs> um, I, I I definitely agree. But this one, not so much. This one didn't strike me that way. I enjoyed this one. This one was constructed in a way that I felt like, yeah, they were spending periods of time getting up from things and whatnot, but it was done in a way that it was, for me, one of my favorite matches I've seen Triple H do um, since his last match with The Undertaker, simply because that was very similar in the sense that they spent a lot of time on the ground. Yeah. But it was done in such a way that, or I guess the last two matches, because they were both like that. It, they were they were sold in such ways that it made sense for them to be doing that, and it was it was impactful. Well, and, and I get that helps a little bit. I mean, you do get like the length of the match, but you know, for Batista, who obviously is a great chip, I was physically, a interested on who would win. But a guy who you know hasn't obviously wrestled a lot, you know, stand him up. Hey, okay. Batista looked good. Yeah, I'm gonna give the dude credit. His wind was there. He looked good, and he performed well. Yeah. I, I I was I was thoroughly impressed with how Batista did this and, match. And he officially retired uh, the day after. Yes, absolutely. So. And he said that losing to Triple H was like his way of thanking him for helping him have a career. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, in a uh, disappointment of the night, uh, Baron Corbin defeat Kurt Angle. Uh, see, I, I had that one right because uh, I felt like you're on your way out. This is what you got to do. But, yeah, people, but I was hoping that that would happen in the Triple H. People just imagine we wouldn't have to do it here. Well, then we get like two farewell matches in the same night. Uh, and then initially, there was talk that John Cena was going to be the special guest well, referee for that match. Like there was talk about that, that but the main the main talk was that people wanted John Cena to replace Baron Corbin, yeah. which was never happening. No, the match was you want to talk plotting, yeah. And and this match and the, wasn't even as long. No, this was a six minute match that should have been half of that. It, Angle, I'm sorry, Angle's old and he's lost. He, he's he had so much damage done to his neck, and his I mean, he's just he can't he can't really yeah, do it anymore, yeah. and that's. 
he wasn't bad here, but between the match not being overly exciting, the opponent being even less exciting, yeah, and he's still wearing in dress clothes, um, I I can't. I just can't. I would have been less if Corbin had come out at WrestleMania wearing wrestling gear, I would have been okay with him winning. But he did not. <laughs> he came out in that stupid suit. Yeah. And he beat it's Kurt a Cor- Angle. Corbin King. I just yeah. hate it. Yeah, so that much. that like like I mean because you're start com- calling him Corbin Kane now because 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 you, you're, you're coming down instead of boring Corbin you know from the Kofi high you have a, you know the small Joe quickie and I get it these are you, you these the, are you know you have the long Triple H match right you have this which just sucks any life that's left in the crowd uh, then you have the little fun segment which this I think was, was a lot prim- this was a lot of fun with, with Elias and uh, John Cena coming out thugonomics you well, know? I was, yeah, was going to say you 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 got to you got to set it up right I mean Elias <laughs> had the thing where he did his thing he played with himself which sounds weird but trust me it was yeah, happen yeah. oh um, yeah yeah the instruments yeah and um then he's he's getting ready to do something else and all of a sudden we get this Babe Ruth promo okay. and then John Cena comes out doctor of thugonomics <laughs> style <laughs> Oh, dropped a cool, like, dropped one of his old school, yeah. like, burn wraps on him and everything. Like, I thought it was so awesome. Also, he kept the hat on so we don't see that stupid hair. Yeah. And it was just a lot of fun, very nostalgic. And he even said it was like, you're not getting an AA, you're getting an FU. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, like, this is, I loved old school John Cena. It made me so happy, dude. I felt so good about that. Yeah, which was weird because, you know, I guess we got that because they, they saved, uh, you know the Undertaker for for Raw, which I I didn't make a lot of sense to me other than maybe maybe setting up uh, the they Saudi show. They just may not have had a place for him on that show. Yeah. You know they they might they might have thought John Cena thugonomics thing was a bigger deal to reveal than the Undertaker showing up again to just do the same thing he's been doing for the last couple yeah, of years. But it's weird to not have an Undertaker appearance. No, nah, I was fine with it. Show ended, didn't but, care. But yeah, but but I mean, it, 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 which to me, I think we talked about this last week. Like, there's a point in time where you need to move on from that. Yeah, but it just felt weird that he just came out on Raw to set up a. Saudi it did feel Ruby strange show. that he came out on Raw. I was like, I don't know why you're here, but um, <laughs> that's, that's what the yeah like, uh, Elias should be like. Why are you here? Because you, where were you yesterday? Was, but yeah, <laughs> right. I don't know. It was weird, but it happened and it was a thing. It looked good though. He was in good shape. Yeah, yeah, so. he did. I uh, um, the demon. Okay, the match placement I thought was really odd. Defeating Bobby Lashley Again, in a relatively base, short in, match. It's kind of like a squash. Kind of. I mean, Bobby had a little offense, but it, it's. But, and see, that's the thing. This is the issue I had with the demon. Like, we had no real build to the demon. Yeah. Like, I needed more story around this match. And the sheer fact that there wasn't any yeah, hurting. Well, it's WrestleMania. We'll, we'll do the demon. And the fact that this is the second to last match when, when this should have been earlier. Now, I get it. Okay, you wanted to be dark or whatever. But why are you going on at eleven thirty? <laughs> I, I don't understand why they, if it's going to go on that late. Granted, it can't be super long because the main event's next. You don't want to wire people out for the main event. Yeah. They're already worn out. But you need to give us a little something more yeah, than, than yeah. what we got with that. Yeah, um, which is a shame. I felt they wasted the demon. New champ, IC champ, um, um, Finn Balor. Yeah, the Bobby Lashley spear though. Good uh, was was yeah. through the ropes and all that. Was, yeah, love that. Uh, yeah, that that love was it. good. Biggie did it first, but whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but but a guy. Uh, uh, that that size because you know they oh, both yeah. can fly, yeah. but it's good for Bobby. All right, and then you ready? Oh yes. <clears throat> Hold on, let me get a little sip of water here. <sighs> Those guys watching, yeah, commentating on tennis. Right. And now for the main event of the evening in this corner. What, what was, what's the spider hand you're giving me? Oh, that, that's for you. There's somebody that wants my attention. So, oh. <laughs> I, 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 so, sorry, sorry we, I've called full Elias on you and completely interrupted you. A little so, bit. Yeah. But anyways, <laughs> in this corner, standing, I don't know how tall she is, the SmackDown <laughs> Women's Champion, Charlotte Flair. 
And in this corner, uh, I don't know, the man, Becky Lynch. And in this corner, thank God there's four of them, the Raw Women's Champion, Ronda Rousey. Match was the match was good. I actually I enjoyed oh, the, the Joe match. Jen entrance was fun too. Oh, oh, well, yeah, you know that was weird with the helicopter. Was oh, flying. the helicopter thing for Charlotte was dumb. Well, well, I, I think it was like okay, we're gonna do your dad does the limo, so how do we up this? Well, and I think level? he even did a helicopter at, at one point. He may, maybe, yeah, he may have. And so I'm thinking to myself, the helicopter thing is is who the heck is out there? Oh, it's I see who it is. Yeah, uh, I'm like who the helicopter thing is interesting in the sense that it was a cool idea. But it should have been a little shorter, and it should have led to her coming out immediately. Yeah, yeah, it took a long time because it, it didn't. set it up. She it, didn't come like, out first. No, no. Rhonda did. Yeah. And I was like, what? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, it, yeah it was weird. I mean, I, I got it. Like, you know, she does the whole robe thing, and, you know, like, because back when, like, Flair would do the whole robe. Right, Rolex, but I mean, like, get and, off and, the and helicopter, the, do the robe yeah, thing, walk yeah. to the building, and then your music hits, and you come out. That's how it should have happened. Yeah, yeah. But it was such a weird segue, and like, to a walk. different person's <laughs> entrance, you know? I was like, I would have loved it if, like, they'd played her music, and then a video came up on the screen where she's yeah. walking around backstage lost. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that's why I took about. It's like, oh, where yeah. the hell is she? Okay, we'll go, go In any there. event, good match. Um, enjoyed what I saw. I liked it. Physical match. Physic physical match. Man, man, everybody was beat up. Uh, Ronda's legs. Uh, Ronda broke her hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, which the irony of and that. finished the match. The but 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 the irony of um you know her saying you know but Becky's face and all this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Ronda's well, <laughs> which I'm sure if they ever feud again, that'll be something Becky brings up. Yeah. So I mean, now for sure, Becky Ronda will have to take time off. I mean, yeah, for well, sure. the hands got to heal, and then whatever else she's talked about taking taking time off. Yeah, uh, I don't know what's next for Charlotte. We know that Becky has uh, Lacey Evans, which you know is, is I'm okay with that. Charlotte because she's, 2. she's 0, an opponent who is yeah. undamaged by bad booking. Yeah, yeah. So she's completely fresh for Becky. Yeah, and it's somebody Becky can steamroll if she needs to, just get her title reign off in the right direction. Yeah, I, I will say that. I mean, it is intriguing because what yeah. they've done the setup. Okay, I will say this because everybody's talked about parallels yeah, with yeah. Steve Austin and Becky Lynch. Yeah. Okay, the, the bloody face, um, just the build, you know, being there for a while, finally getting the heat, and then the first WrestleMania main event, there's a ref botch in the match. Oh my god! Because <laughs> Mike Tyson, uh-huh. which people, you know, did the fast three count. One, two, three. Yeah. You know, on Shawn Michaels, and yeah. here the ref screws up because Ronda's shoulders up, which was at first like nobody's like, well, we're, you know, like was this planned or you know, the ending was the ending, but obviously, you know, Ronda never. I think that up. hurt the ending too because people thought it. They were waiting for the other shoe to drop because yeah. they were like, oh, this is going to get restarted. This is going to get, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that hurt the re- the ending some. I also think it was very out of nowhere, and we weren't prepared for that ending. Yeah, because I, I I was you know, watching that and, and um and, and just probably you and like you know it's like all of a sudden it rolls up, and I think it's just the angle and the fact that when I saw it, like it looked like you know Ronda's shoulder was up and it ended, and I was like, well that wasn't like exciting. You know I'm happy that Becky won, and, yeah. you know, and the right person won. But- well, because it looked so chaotic. Because see, in a situation like that, you're like, oh, they're gonna kick out. Yeah, I mean they. They're gonna kick out because clearly she's not meant to be pinned. Yeah. You know, so it looked like it looked like more or less Ronda was gonna like roll through it or something like that, and then that didn't happen, well, well, so it was weird. Yeah, that's what I thought too. It's like, did she supposed to kick out? And she, she did. Yeah, because because the rough gonna rough has to do his job, right? And the, and then and the other part was because they mentioned the shoulder being up, like like mm-hmm. was that not supposed to happen? And then the rough was at a bad angle. Where like maybe he couldn't see it. Yeah, but I mean, if he could see Ronda at all, he could tell that shoulder. Yeah, was, like, yeah. was off the floor by yeah, it was yeah. off the ground by several I, inches. Well, I figured he could see the left shoulder, but not the right. And then, um, you know, and then you told me, and then the story is out that he got fined uh, for uh, yeah up for the, making the that mistake event. because yeah. he Vince apparently told him you need to wait until their shoulders are down because yeah. at that point, if something happens, it's on them. 
he said, but you started the count before her shoulders were on the ground. Yeah, yeah. And that's 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 unacceptable. Yeah, but uh, congrats to uh, Becky Lynch for doing um, what we a year ago we never would have been talking about. No, no. Uh, Arby's, by the way. Uh, big on that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the, uh, the tweet of- uh, I saw that her of, face uh, from like the, the Arby sauce, Arby sauce or whatever. Yeah. That was Which fun. WWE tweet, oh, and ketchup. And somebody had said- no, it's Arby's sauce. I know. I was waiting for Wendy's to capitalize because they're the ones that were all over here about two, uh, right around Survivor Series mm-hmm. talking about the money and stuff. But she's becoming mainstream. Apparently, oh, very much so. It's some guy from a Showtime show um, that they use a lot of wrestling stuff, wants her on the TV show. And he, oh, he, I don't he, even he, hear he, about that. He, That's cool. Uh, millionaires. Oh, I haven't watched that. Um, but he, he was at his, like, this presser or one of those like, uh, Ask anything events, and he's wearing the Becky made the, the mugshot shirt. That's cool. And, and then somebody like brought up like uh, who'd you have, and he's like, I love that Becky lunch on the show. That's cool. That's very cool. So yeah, congrats to them. An enjoyable show overall. Yeah, I uh, think this uh, is uh, one of them. I enjoyed this WrestleMania. It, it, it that's the category. I mean, without a doubt, I've been told our own boss has told me on numerous occasions when it comes to things we're doing here, um, do less things and do them well. Yeah. Why you know? Why would you rather have seven things and two of them were meh when you could have five things and those five were great? You know, so that way the only thing you leave people with is those five that were great. Yeah. So in this case, why have fifteen things and four or five of them were meh when you could have ten things? And I granted, I'm, I know the numbers wrong, but I'm just saying. Yeah, but when sixteen you, matches. Okay, sixteen matches. So close enough. And when you could have 10 things and just do those 10 and do them extremely well. You know, it's weird because, like, the early WrestleManias had, like, 11 matches and then, like, 14 had, like, I think 17 because they had the tournament. 15, 16, and 17 – I'm sorry, 5, 6, and 7 had 14 matches. Those were four-hour shows. Right. And then they shortened Manias because just for, you know, whatever reasons, like, 8, 9 were, like, three-hour shows and they had, like, less matches. And now we're – because we have the network and we can do whatever we want. Hey, we're getting our money's worth. I'll definitely say that unless you're at the show and you can't see a damn thing. Uh, but um, which I felt bad for those people. I haven't but been so this- overall, what do you? What would you rate this WrestleMania? You know, I give it up there between eight and a half and the nine. I, but because you I ha- think that's true, but yeah, you have I to take it from that. the pieces as a whole. You got to shorten the show. I mean, this is over. You have to shorten the show, but I mean, if we're looking at it as as what it is, I mean, we can't change yeah. that. It's it's twelve thirty, and people yeah. are like, "Oh, there wasn't the big pop." You know? Okay, let me tell you some a hole. If you're somewhere for seven hours, you know, the woman belonged in the main event. First of all, they absolutely belong there. Yeah. There's not going to be a huge, huge problem, one, for two reasons. One, the, the pin came out of nowhere. Two, they want to go home and, and sit in transit for two hours. That was another yeah, mess. And they had issues after that, too. Yeah. The uh, it, it, It's not only that. It's, the like you said, the sheer fact that it's 1230 at night or whatever time it was at that point. They've been sitting there forever. They're tired. Yeah. They just don't have it yeah. in the uh, Emotionally, you know, they didn't And the they'd Kofi already thing. popped huge for Kofi. Yeah. They genuinely just may not have the energy at that point, yeah. which then goes back to us being the show needs to be shorter, but there's nothing we can do about that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she still got a great pop when she came out. Um, you know, it was, it was a tremendous match. It could have gone either way. Uh, apparently, by the way, and mm-hmm. I, I'll say this, we talked about endings. Okay, the pinfall, because apparently, you know, not having Ronda tap out – is a couple of things because one, um, you know, she's an MMA fighter and she's going to tap out in the wrestling match. There, there's that talk. I still feel like there should have been some convincing pinfall or, or, or tap out or whatever. Right. Uh, I mean, that, that like a damage. Well, I think it was Becky's supposed win, to be but, a convincing pinfall. Yeah, and it ended up being crappy. Yeah, maybe that's part of it. But I, but I'm happy for the man. It's it's a new era. And Absolutely. Let her defend the titles in both shows. Plenty of options. Maybe it's Alexa Bliss who crushed uh, Bailey. So who yeah. knows? I mean, I, I know you know. Uh, it was nice to see Alexa back in the ring on Monday. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, Lacey's one of them, but uh, Alexa's another one. This can go a lot of ways, and she'll fight anybody. I don't care if it's a face, which should be fine. 
let her fight, you know, Bailey or the horsewoman. So that's it. That's it for us. Uh, episode ninety five. That's a wrap. Uh, again, send us our uh, send us your emails. Uh, FM ninety nine. Well, ESPR at FM ninety nine dot com. And that way, you can tell us a what your favorite thing at Mania was, what your least favorite thing at Mania was, and where would you rate it on a scale one to ten? Where are you going to put it? So. Give us that and let us know what you think. We'd love to talk about that next week on episode 96. Woo, getting up yeah, there. We'll be getting up there, man. We're working towards some triple digits. We'll get That's when the big money starts. <laughs> right? Somebody. Let's will, hope so. Let, hope, maybe, help us. Yeah. You can help us five-star rating and review, so get on that. And uh, until next week when we eat, sleep, a podcast, and repeat.